Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Littlest Petcast. I'm your host James, and today we are going over the episode So You Skink, You Can Dance. So the episode opens on Vinny going full Godzilla on the town, like downtown city, looking for something. He keeps asking where it is, and it is revealed that that something is the remote control. And then Blythe asks Sunil what's up with this behavior in Vinny. And Sunil says he gets like this if he can't watch Shake a Leg, which is his favorite TV show ever. Now, the pets can watch TV, I guess? I mean, they can talk to Blythe. But I don't know how much they should know about watching TV, although if any could look up something on Mrs. Twombly's tablet, I don't see a reason why they can't watch TV, but I don't know. It's just off-putting, and frankly, I should maybe stop continuing, I should stop complaining about this, because it gets more off-putting in a different scene later. You will know when we get to it. So, I mean, let's just assume that pets can watch TV and move on, I guess. But, I mean, that's kind of what the show wants. I I'm, I'm going to get into this anyway. This just seems weird, but I guess it's fine, but it's weird. Like... If the pets can watch stuff, I don't know. It's just really weird to me. I Like, I just can't get over it. Like, like, did the pets get, like, like, their own TV time at, like, their place of residence? Or do they have to watch it at the pet shop because they can't watch it at their place of residence? This is so perplexing to me. I don't know, like, does that mean, like, cable subscriptions have to now cater to pets as well? Like, hey, does your pet enjoy Shake a Leg? Get the channel with Shake a Leg on it. I don't know. I'm, I just can't get over that. So... Blythe says that Shake a Leg is not her favorite show, but Sunil says that she shouldn't say that in a way that Vinny could hear because he really loves the show desperately. And uh, he continues to go Godzilla on the town, with now with radioactive breath, like breathing that radioactive stuff onto the town. Then Pepper comes forward and gives Vinny the remote, nervously saying that she forgot she had it. And then Vinny cools down, picks up the remote, and it snaps back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, and I'm done with this. And shows that he destroyed the pet shop, not a city, and didn't turn into, like, a Godzilla-sized monster. So Vinny starts watching his show and everyone looks on in horror 
about what happened. Blythe is shocked that this happens every week, which is weird because shouldn't she have known this, like, before today? Because, I mean, it's the 12th episode in the series. She's She's been with the pets for a little while now, I'd assume. It would have to be more than a week, considering the events from last time. But, like, why doesn't she know about this? Why doesn't this get brought up before? I I am certainly questioning a lot in this episode. And there's more to question as we get going. That's right, we're not even going yet. So that's already a good sign. So then uh, we see Zoe is stuck on the ceiling and asks for help getting down, which Minka obliges to. And then Russell wants to find a permanent home for the remote, so this stops happening. And uh, Blythe wonders why they can't just record the show. And then Pepper explains that the DVR is being filled with a Downton Downton Abbey parody show, The Duchess of Lancashire Lane, which she gags at. But then Russell defends his TV choices. And his recordings of it, which, like, Russell's super into Duchess of Lancashire Lane. And, like, why can't he watch it at his place? Like, okay, spoilers. I'm pretty sure his owners are an old couple. Or... Or is that his uh, dad's owners? Sorry about that, but sorry that Russell has a. I spoiled the fact that Russell has a dad. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm pretty sure Russell's owners are older too, and I think they would like a Downton Abbey parody show. Like, do they? Do they just? Would they rather just watch wrestling instead and just ask Mrs. Tomley to record Duchess of Lancashire Lane for Russell? Oh my god. I uh I am like six minutes into the recording and I have not gotten anywhere because I've just been questioning way too much of this. So anyway, uh, back at the TV, Vinny is criticizing one of the dances, uh, telling the TV how the dancer could improve his form. And then Blythe approaches Vinny, but he stops her until commercial. And then when it gets to commercial, Vinny lets her talk, and Blythe says that the pets tell her that Vinny really likes shake a leg. And then Vinny goes on to explain that Shake a Leg is the reason that Benjamin Franklin invented the television. And then Blythe just lets that slide, as I'm going to, because 
honestly, I've spent so much complaining so far. And then offers Vinny a chance to see a taping of Shake a Leg live because she can use her pilot dad to go places. And then Vinny starts jumping around wildly like an old Looney Tunes cartoon and is just super excited at that prospect. So then it transitions to a week later? I think it's a week later. It would have to be because, like, it's a weekly show and apparently they tape it live. I don't know. And they're on the plane and Vinny's so excited and asks if they're there yet. But Blythe informs him that they haven't left yet. And then Roger gets on the intercom. Oh boy. If this is any indication of what he's like as a pilot, usually he does not leave his dad stylings at the door. He introduces himself as Rockin' Roger and says that they will be boogie-woogieing shortly. <laughs> but first, they need to restock the toilet paper because he likes to test out the toilets before they take off. Not a bad idea, mind you. If you're going to be in a compact metal tube... For hours, it's a good idea to make sure those bathrooms work. And then he gives the toilets his flush of approval and then plays the flushing sound effect for all to hear. Oh, Roger. Roger. I can't... I can't do every time he's in control of his scene, I am smiling ear to ear because that I can't help but not do that because well look look at what I just said. He's like maximum dad. Maybe that's what makes him a good pilot. He's like the best dad already, and he sees himself as the dad of all all the passengers and since he's the best dad that makes him the best pilot <laughs> i think i figured it out <laughs> so needless to say Blythe and the stewardesses are embarrassed by all of this but i love it i love it anyway vinnie is too excited to be embarrassed though as he can't wait to see shake a leg Bythe asks what else he wants to do, but he just wants to see Shake a Leg and is freaking out. And Blythe's seat neighbor is giving her a look about this lizard that's freaking out in a cage on a plane. So, anyway, at the pet shop, the rest of the pets are finishing their daycare cleaning because it takes a week to... Vic, seriously, how did Blythe not know about this when she walks into the pet shop and sees everything destroyed because Vinny is looking for the remote and destroys everything like he's Godzilla? I don't get it. Why are we back on this? 
So Minka comes up with some good news. She says she found a solution to their weekly remote problem and that they need to put it in a place where it will always be. So when asked what that place will be, she reveals that it's in an air vent outside of the play area. Russell asks Aminka how anyone is supposed to get it, but Minka says it's easy and then proceeds to swing up there like a monkey would, forgetting that not everyone can do that and gets the remote but then gets blown away by the vents and just in thrown into like some dog biscuits. So at the set, uh, the tour guide is showing them around and then asks everyone outside of the studio into the parking lot where they can see the stains left by some of the dancers' cars. And everyone, including Roger, is really excited for it. But Vinny and Blythe stay behind and talk about how excited Vinny is. And Vinny points out the three male dancers on the show. Igor, first Russian last name. Igor, second Russian last name. And Igor, third Russian last name. Blythe asks if all of the dancers are named Igor. And Vinny says no and points out Karina, fourth Russian last name. Karina, fifth Russian last name. And Karina, sixth Russian last name. Even though they're all Russian, there's there's some diversity there. So, you know, good for them. Anyway, uh, Vinny says he's been watching since he shed his first skin, which I think is one of, if not the only time that that's mentioned that he can do that. Even though he's a lizard of some kind, I think he might be a gecko. I think, but I'm not sure. And anyway, so, and seeing them now makes his day. He wants to get on the show, but, I don't know, this is good for now. And then Blythe says she always wanted to be on TV, but is way too camera shy. And then it flashes back to show three different instances where Roger tried to record Blythe doing something, but she just covers her face in the best way possible. One time when she was practicing magic, she just took the top hat and just covered it over her entire body because she was that camera shy. And the first instance of her camera shyness was when she was a baby and she knew to be camera shy? I don't know. I guess that's that makes sense, I guess. So then Blythe offers to go get autographs. So then at the pet shop, Pepper presents her solution to them losing the remote. Uh, the Peppermatic 2000, which she announces in a dramatic infomercial way, and is just a nightstand, or an end table, I guess, whichever one you want to call it. So Penny says she'll take three because of the infomercial stylings, but Pepper says she's not selling it, this is just for them, and then asks for a demonstration where Russell is Vinny. Russell agrees and does some vocal exercise, and Pepper asks what's he doing, 
and he explains, and then Pepper's just like, just go out there. So then Russell pretends to be Vinny and tears up the shop a little bit, and then sees the remote on the table and grabs it, only to realize it's stuck there because Pepper glued it down so they'll never lose it. Russell says that they can't use it either, which you could. You can press the buttons. They're on top. It just would be a hassle to change the batteries, but even then, you only do that every two to three years anyway, so... I don't know. It seems like a fine solution. I don't know why Russell's like, oh, this is bad. Like, you would lift that table easily, Russell. Don't complain. You can move the table if need be. Although, I guess that just brings everyone back to square one if Vinny now has to look for a table instead of just the remote. Well, I think I found the flaw in that problem after all. So anyway, Vinny is now even more excited because he got all the autographs and is wondering how this could be better. Blythe says that he can meet the judges and Vinny is really, really excited now. Blythe says that he could dance for them and maybe get on the show. And then Vinny goes for it and tells Blythe uh, to hold those autographs, but then turns around quick and tells Blythe not to hold them that way because she'll get fingerprints on them. He then climbs up onto the desk and surprises the judges and then does a routine for them. The judge, all three judges say that he's terrible and that he can't dance and he's dancing in a way that a lizard shouldn't dance and point out ways that a lizard should dance. And this whole situation just reminds me of that bit on last week tonight where the fourth grade class took a proposal to the state legislature about making the red-tailed hawk the state raptor, but the state legislature, like, didn't pass the amendment because they were vitriolic of this whole thing, and it's just as dumb. So, um... Also, yeah, how many dancing animals have they seen where they can criticize... Vinny as much as they do like they go into it they don't just say he's bad they just point out every flaw and how is this like not weird for them that a lizard is dancing at all so then when Vinny walks away in shame and Blythe asks him how it went Vinny tells her, and Blythe is worried about Vinny, as he seems really sad about this. Meanwhile, Roger is having the time of his life and wonder why he hasn't done this sort of thing before. So at the pet shop, the pets are still wondering what to do when Zoe says she's solved the problem. And she solved the problem by just getting rid of the TV, which no one is impressed by. Russell points out that Vinny gets angry when he can't find the remote and that not finding the TV is a lot worse. So then Zoe goes to retrieve the TV. Vinny is throwing away his autographs because he's so sad. 
And Blythe finds him wallowing, and Vinny says that he's a pet, not a dancer, like those judges say. And then he asks Blythe about the outfit she has in her hands, and she says she got it at the gift shop, saying that she'll use it for inspiration for an outfit to help Vinny get his groove back. So then the stage assistant comes out and gives the dancers their order, but the dancers are confused as the pairs seem to be mixed up. And then one of the Karinas is missing, and then the show starts, and we see Roger in the audience giving it his all. So then the assistant sees Blythe with a costume from the gift shop that she should know is from the gift shop, and asks her if her name is Karina. Blythe says her name is Blythe, and the assistant says, close enough, and asks her to replace the missing Karina because she has a costume from the gift shop. Not, not one that costs thousands of dollars like you would find on an actual professional dancer. <laughs> this gets dumber. But I will say that's not as dumb as some of the other things. It's contrived, yes, but it's not as dumb as Blythe not knowing about Vinny's temperamental behavior. So then she, then Blythe says that she can't dance and is camera shy, but that doesn't stop this television studio from getting the first person they see to re replace a professional dancer who just suddenly went missing and okay maybe maybe it is as dumb as some of the other things but I don't know what to say so let's keep going shall we so uh, the assistant calls her in for makeup and stuff. And then the staff drag her into this, literally. And then Blythe begs Vinny for help. But Vinny says that she should do it to live her dreams because she wanted to be on TV. But not like this. This is really weird. I don't think Hollywood is like this, but I've never been to Hollywood. And due to recent events, it's not a lot of things that I thought it was. So, Vinny says that she should do it to live her dreams because he can't live his and just walks out into the rain while Blythe is hanging on to something in hopes of not getting forced into doing a TV show. Yeah, this sounds really sketchy now that I'm saying it out loud. So, at the shop, in the safety of not being in Hollywood, Russell is pondering what to do, and the rest of the pets return with the TV, except the TV now needs reprogramming, and Sunil points out that Mrs. Twombly did that beforehand. Penny Ling just melts down about this, and Russell seems concerned. Really, really concerned. Now, on its 
own, I would not consider this enough fuel for a ship, but because I mentioned this in Rustle Up Some Fun, I think I can kind of see it. I don't know. I've been on like some of the ship pages on Bulbapedia and they use literally anything for evidence. So maybe that's what I'm doing here. And that's kind of the point. So, um, anyway, Vinny is walking down the rainy streets of LA being depressed. And then he meets another lizard named El Zard who hears that Vinny is a dancer, and Vinny explains his feelings that he's not a dancer. But then Elzard asks him to follow him. It's not L-E-L as in the Zard. It's L, the letter, dash Zard. Just to, just to be clear. So they arrive at a reptile dance hub, which they call the Docks, and Elzard introduces his crew to Vinny. And his crew, I had to turn on subtitles to get all of this, are as follows. Forky, Lazy Susan, Fish Sauce, 3DGB, Bearded Lady, Lemon Face, Ted Danson, not... Danson, not not like the actor Ted Danson, but Ted D-A-N-C-I-N. Like, it is like Ted Danson, the actor, but it's not spelled like Ted Danson, the actor. He's just Ted Danson along. And lastly, skink-a-dink-a-dink-a-dink. So Vinny says that he's not a dancer anymore. But when they start kicking it, Vinny starts feeling it and gets his group back and starts dancing with them and declares that this is the best night ever. So Elzard says that he's going to crush it at the dance show which he knew about somehow. I don't... Why... why? Like, why Why is this episode so full of weird plot holes and just a bunch of weird weirdness? I mean, I guess that's why I'm doing this podcast, to figure this out. But this seems, like, excessive for one episode. Although, maybe it's not considering some later episodes, but this is just weird. How does Elzard know that Vinny was at the dance show at all? I mean, how far out did Vinny go from the dance studio? Anyway, Vinny then realizes that Blaith is in trouble. And Blythe is now dressed for dancing, peeks out in the crowd and sees them cheering and freaks out and calls out to Vinny for help. Vinny then realizes his mistake and wonders if Blythe will forgive him, 
But then Elzard says that they'll get him down to the studio in time. And then a song happens about them getting to the studio with the instrumental stylings of Stomp. And they keep stopping every now and then. Like, full stopping. Not even dancing. They just stop. And even though they should be rushing to get to the studio, like the lyrics suggest that they are doing, but even so, they make it. Blythe is hyperventilating into a paper bag, freaking out more. She then sees an exit and goes for it, but the assistant is outside there as the door opens and tells her that she's on next, which causes her to freak out even more. Vinny and the crew arrive, and Vinny apologizes to Blythe, and then asks her about her hair. Blythe says that this is how Karina Tartarov, I think that's the one, Tartarov, does it. But Blythe says there's no time to explain that, because she's about to go on. Vinny has a solution, and it's a doozy. So, as Blythe is about to go on, we see Vinny is going to control her feet from under her dress. That's just weird. That's weird and gross. I don't care what the circumstances are. That's weird. So, at the shop, they think they have the TV working and Shake a Leg starts playing. But the TV is now in Spanish, much to their dismay. They try to see it. And then they see Blythe on the TV and are confused about this. And, like, you can hear through the Spanish that they're calling Blythe Karina, even. And then Roger sees Blythe and is just as confused about what's going on. So the dance goes on, and then we see that Vinny also has super strength because he's lifting Blythe and does a flip and dances for her effectively and they don't get caught even though they spin off the stage and crash with Igor and then after the dance is over with that crash everyone cheers and Vinny says uh, get back out there because they love her love you Blythe and the judges give her a perfect score and Blythe seems to be enjoying the attention so then after all of that, Roger goes to congratulate Blythe and then shouts out that that's his daughter and that she got her dance moves from her dad as he starts dancing. Never stop, Roger. Hashtag Roger for Dream Daddy 2. I'm bringing it back. He dances. He's the best pilot. Everything. So, Blythe and Vinny have a heart-to-heart about facing their fears. Vinny, of secretly fearing that he might not be a good dancer like he wants to be, like he's going to be a party member in P4 with his own shadow, and Blythe's camera shyness, saying that trying to pull this off made her forget about the cameras entirely, which, now that she remembers them, she can use to sue Vinny, for that creepy thing he did. I don't care. It's weird. It's weird. So, uh, 
Then the assistant comes in and offers Blythe a full contract to be on the show full time. But Blythe says no and leaves with Vinny. And multiple times in this exchange, uh, Blythe says that she learned her dance moves from Vinny. And the assistant doesn't think twice about this. How many animal dancers are there that these people see that this just seems blasé? Where, like, yeah, an animal can teach a human to dance. I've seen this many times. So, back at the pet shop, they're watching the show they were on. And Minnie says that he could watch it forever. And Pepper says that he can because she recorded it. Because it was on last night. Blythe remarks about how much she likes seeing herself on TV. But then Russell has a realization and checks the DVR. Only to find that Pepper taped over the episode of the Duchess of Lancashire Lane. Where they repave the lane and meet with the council. And just goes off. Vinny takes the remote. Turns the volume up and keeps watching. And that's where the episode ends. Now, there's one thing I want to point out before I get into my final thoughts on this, on this episode. And that is, like, TV Tropes said the Duchess of Lancashire Lane is a Desperate Housewives parody. But I don't know how that can be right. I've seen some episodes of Housewife because my mom watched it for a time and you know I caught it in passing and it seems a lot more like a Downton Abbey parody but that's not the point the point is this episode is just weird they have like so many weird flaws like I love the sentiment of it. Like, Blythe tries to do something nice for Vinny by taking him to his favorite show, only to be rejected, and then get his groove back and come out swinging. But it's, like, there's a lot of little things that just, like, aren't even about it. It's like stacking a perfectly good book on a shoddy bookshelf there's like a screw loose and like one of the things is just being held up by like a deck of cards or something and overall it's just like an incredibly weird episode like that just like like this this shows Hollywood in a light that I'd never thought would exist which is just inviting anyone on tv if a spot is open even if they don't want them to be that sounds a lot worse when i say it out loud i just realize okay so with that in mind uh, thanks for listening to this episode of the Littlest Petcast. Join us next time when we go through the episode Lights, Camera, Mongoose. Be sure to listen on Shout Engine, 
on Apple Podcast, on the Google Play Store, and wherever else RSS feeds go when they are running away from Hollywood and their creepy, creepy atmosphere. Thank you.